Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Up show with Alan Jerry while you were sleeping. Started the show talking about the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers. It is going to happen. We talked about Nathaniel Hackett last night and how the Jets had to go all in and do whatever they could to put themselves in a spot where they can make themselves the most desirable franchise for Aaron Rodgers. And then I wake up to the news yesterday morning that the Jets hired Hackett and on the surface, it's like, oh, why would they hire this guy? He's inept, overmatched. He looked completely clueless. One of the worst coaches that we've seen. Yeah, that was as a head coach in Denver. The reason why you hire him to be your offensive coordinator is because you're trying to bring in Aaron Rodgers. And not only that, you know, this was a spot that the Jets, after firing LaFleur, made that spot one of the least desirable spots that you could have because everybody knows if the Jets don't make the postseason – Robert Sala likely done. There's no playoff mandate. Wink, wink. But there's a real plan to, a playoff mandate. So you're walking into the spot where they just fired the guy's best friend in Mike LaFleur. Now you're going to come in here, be an offensive coordinator with Zach Wilson, and know that if you don't make the postseason, you're done? Why would anybody take that job? Unless you knew Aaron Rodgers was coming. Hackett, especially because he's a guy that's making millions off of his head coaching contract with the Broncos. He doesn't need to get back out there right now. He could go sit on the beach somewhere for a year, enjoy life, and then maybe get back in to coaching in a good spot. You think a guy like that that just failed miserably wants to go to a spot right away where he's going to fail again? It makes no sense. It's not about Hackett. It's not about Carr. Not about Garoppolo. It's about Aaron Rodgers. Anything less would be extreme disappointment at this point. Rodgers or bust. And while the results may vary, Aaron Rodgers takes the Jets to a level that they have been very few times, if at all, honestly. I mean, I wasn't around for Joe Willie. I know that they were there in 1969, Super Bowl this, whatever. 68 technically, but 69 Super Bowl. Super Bowl three. That's a long time ago. And Brett Favre brought a lot of excitement and had that team on its way to the postseason before getting hurt. It's different. Rodgers is better. And with the way the Jets are set up right now, where they have a top young receiver, they have a top young running back, they have talent on the offensive line, they have top young players on defense. 
This is the perfect time to make this move. The only thing that's missing is Rodgers. And the only question, because the owners come out and said he'd be willing to pay for Rodgers, pay what it takes to get him, the draft picks would be no problem. The only potential hang-up would be that Rodgers wouldn't want to come to New York. But if the Packers are only going to trade him to an AFC team, you do the math. And now, with Hackett coming here, I feel like it's inevitable. And it will be great, not only for this town and for sports talk, of course, but more importantly, great for the Jets and their fans. There is no negative to this. The only negative is that we're getting our hopes up and could potentially be let down. But it's happening. I feel it. I haven't been this confident since the NL East. Mm. Forget how that ended. It was fun while it lasted. Al is calling from Hazlitt, New Jersey. What's up, Al? Hey, Sal. How you doing, bud? Good, Al. How are you? Good, good. So, uh, uh, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the McAfee interview with yes. uh, uh, Rogers the other day. Mm-hmm. So, I got kind of got like a little Easter egg out of that. Because when they brought the Jets, he immediately went to... Uh, you know, it's be interesting to see who, what o- offensive coordinator they uh, they hire to see uh, see what goes on there and see how they help uh, Zach. Now, I kind of thought that was like uh, a little hint, like uh, maybe if they got someone that he wanted, like you know, he he he'd be coming here because if you, you you sign Hackey. I mean, you're going all in on Rodgers at that point. And, and correct. And these fans that say these fans that say that that they don't want him or. The draft picks, or I trade five draft picks to get him right now because that's the only way you're going to win. And you got Salah and the re- and, and a GM who's probably on the hot seat too. So what, who are you putting your who are you putting your uh, eggs in the basket with? You're going to put in Zach or or Carr, or you're going to put in Aaron Rodgers. You're going to put in Aaron Rodgers, and you're going to try whatever you can to save your job. So no, it's a no-brainer, and it's not even about necessarily saving yeah. their job. It's about trying to win. The best chance oh, for the yeah. Jets to win right now is Aaron Rodgers. It's not even a debate. It's not up for debate. Oh, hundred percent. And you know what? He comes here, and he he wins the Super Bowl here. He's a legend in New York. He never buys a beer again for the rest of his life. Yeah, when he comes to town. And you I, know what I'm saying? Like, I do. Well, of course. I mean, it'd be building statues of him. And thank you for the call, Al. The look, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greats, no matter what. He's won a Super Bowl. He's won MVPs. He's a legend in a on a legendary franchise or for a legendary franchise in Green Bay, if he wins here, it's it's just different. It's different. You're immortalized in this town, which is the most important town. And you know, I, I know I'm biased, but come on. It matters here more. It's just the facts. Especially for that franchise that hasn't won since Joe Namath. We're a long ways from Super Bowl three. Imagine taking the Jets to the promised land. I also feel like Rodgers' temperament, personality, attitude, I think that that works here. Because he doesn't give a crap what you or I think. He doesn't care. He's himself. He's comfortable with himself. As out there as it may seem to us, he's comfortable with himself. And that's all that matters, that he's okay with himself, and he's going to go out there and play winning football. Nobody cares about what drugs he's taken to help himself cleanse what the, what his COVID vaccination status? Who cares? Go win. That's what you think. Jeff fans give a crap about him doing, uh, you know, mushrooms, whatever the hell it is. I don't think that they care one bit. Go ahead, cleanse. No one cares who you're dating, what your family situation is, if you talk to your parents or not. Nobody cares. Go win. And he will. Because it's all he's done. He's so good that winning one Super Bowl isn't enough. Oh, that wasn't the case for Drew Brees. Why not? Nobody said ever, oh, wow, Drew Brees, you know what? He wasn't very good because he should have won another one. With Aaron Rodgers, it's, yeah, but he only won one. That's how good he is. He should be winning more. If you could get a guy like that, you do it. And the Jets, you give him credit. Because it didn't look smart when they fired LaFleur. At that time, I would never imagine that Aaron Rodgers would want to come to the Jets. And now, I feel like it's inevitable. Fabian is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Fabian? 
Hi, Sal. I have to say, I don't know why WFAN doesn't like Woody Johnson as Jets owner. To me, Woody is an owner of the of his times and even an owner of tomorrow. He will try anything to win a Super Bowl, and he, he has hired minority coaches and minority quarterbacks. There are a lot of NFL teams that have yet to have a person of color as quarterback, let alone a minority coach. So I just think that WFAN is unfair to Woody Johnson, um, the Jets owner, because he's a, he's fair. Well, when to you the say people. WFAN, I don't know what that means. There's how many hosts are on the fan that have a different opinion? Like, what are you? Who are you referring to? Well, you know, I hope the Jets get Aaron Rodgers so that they can win a Super Bowl and Woody Johnson and, and can finally get the recognition he deserves, especially from you, Sal. Well, wait, wait a second. Are, so are you talking about me or are you talking about anybody else? Because well, I can answer for me. Like every time I turn on on, on, the, on the, the fan, everyone's always uh, saying bad things about Woody. Well, two two reasons for that. And I can't speak for anybody else. I don't know who you're saying specifically, but there are reasons for that. Number one, because they never win. Number two, because he's meddling. As an owner, what you want is to hire the guys and get the hire the football guys to do their job and get the hell out of the way. And Woody doesn't generally do that. Now, was he aggressive at times? Sure. I mean, is he giving minorities an opportunity? Excellent. We love that. But they, but fans care about winning, first and foremost. And guess what the Jets have done a lot of for the last decade, for the last 50 years? Losing. They've done a lot of losing. You understand? Well, you know, I mean, you see the Dallas uh, Cowboys coach. Uh, we're not, we're not in Dallas. We're not in Dallas. We're in New York. I just think that Woody Johnson is, is a man of tomorrow. I don't know what that means, a man of tomorrow. How about, can he be a man of today first? <laughs> what does that mean, a man of tomorrow? I mean, he's, he's of the people. He's for the people. Oh, yeah, Woody Johnson, right. He's very relatable, I'm sure. For the people. He's one of us. I really feel like that. I, what, what is, was that Woody's brother or something? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm not saying Woody doesn't want the team to win. I'm saying that I think the Jets could do better at owner. And by the way, I don't even have a major issue with them. I don't like owners who meddle. Get out of the way. You, Of course, you're going to always have a say as an owner, but the best owners put the resources behind the football guys and let the football guys make the decisions. How many times has Woody Johnson got it wrong over the years? Would it be nice for Woody to actually hire somebody who's got some experience, too? Would that kill him? Why is that the case? Woody had blind love for Rex Ryan way too long. Like, there are, he's made major mistakes. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I don't know him personally. Seems like an all right guy. I don't know if, it's, if he's relatable. But he seems like a nice guy. This isn't about Woody Johnson. It's about Aaron Rodgers and winning. Let the Put the resources back there and let the football people go do what they have to do. Kevin is calling from Hartford, Connecticut. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Sal. What's going on? How you doing tonight? Good, Kev. How are you? I'm all right. Only at 3.30 in the morning can I turn on my radio to start my trip and hear you arguing with Stuart about professional wrestling. That's incredible. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Um, anyway, Hulk Hogan after he turned heel. Otherwise, before that, no way. Oh, come um, on. Another one. You haters. How could you guys well, hate the Hulkamaniac? Come on. Just, just real quick, with the, I will say one thing about Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan turning heel and going to WCW uh, started the best time in professional wrestling with the Monday Night Wars and the Attitude Era and all that. See, stuff. I was That's out. I was out by then. I don't have – I know about it years later, but I was out. I did not pay attention to it at all. That's what I got back in. But anyway, um, as far as owners meddling, you never would see the Maras do something like that. I mean, they make mistakes, but they don't really, you know, John Mara doesn't get involved with what the Giants are doing. And as far as championship Sunday, I like the Bengals. I think the Bengals are winning the Super Bowl this year. That's just my opinion. And then something else that you were, as you guys were talking, and I was sitting here listening, and you were talking about if Aaron Rodgers came to the Jets, and won a championship for the Jets, they'd be building statues. That's how I felt a couple of years ago when I thought the Knicks were going to get Kevin Durant. I had even I had even called into the morning show, and I said, listen, if Durant comes here and and, and gets the Knicks a championship, I, I'll pay for the statue. I'll <laughs> donate money to build it. 
because, you know, I've got to see the Yankees win. I've got to see the Giants win. And I used to ask Steve Summers all the time when mm-hmm. he was still around. I used to say, what is it like to see the Knicks win a championship? Mm-hmm. That's all I want to see because I was born in '79, so you know I don't I don't know. Same, but, same. Uh, I can't look now. Look, I lived through the '90s, as did you, Kevin. And thank you for the call. And those were great, great times and great memories. Even though they never won a championship, that team was such a team. Uh, was a team that you could fall in love with because they played so hard. It was a team that represented this city perfectly, and it kind of scarred me because it was the first. Nick's team that I grew up with and learned to love and it set unrealistic expectations for the rest of my fandom where there's nothing they can do to get that back and certainly what they've done over the last 20 plus years is nothing even remotely close to what they had in the 90s and I'm not talking about winning although that's a big part, but I'm talking about the way that they played, the effort that they played with, the passion that they played with. Every single night, they gave everything that they had, and they were good. The Knicks haven't been good, and they don't give everything that they it's not. I'm not picking on this team. I'm just saying over the last 20 years. Pick a team of the last 20 years for the Knicks. They do not play as hard as they did in the 90s, so it's hard to go backwards. But to your point, if Kevin Durant came to the Knicks and – brought them to a finals or won an NBA finals, they would be building a statue of him out, out front. I mean, maybe figuratively and literally. But look at a guy like Messier. He won one cup. He's a god in this town. Patrick Ewing didn't even win a championship, and he's a sports god here. Lundquist, same thing. I mean, obviously, you go to Eli, who's won two Super Bowls. You look at the Yankees dynasties. I mean, you if you do great things here in New York, I'm not talking about Brooklyn. I'm talking about New York. You're a sports god. You're a legend here forever in the city that is most passionate about its sports teams. What more could you want? Don is calling from Fort Lee, New Jersey. What's up, Don? Hey, hey, Seth. It was great to catch up with you again, buddy. You too, Don. How are you? Good, good. So, uh, I w- a couple of things I want to chime in on. So, um, if you just keep me on, just, just like three points. Um, the the Knicks. I'm a I'm a big time Knicks fan my whole life, and I can. Um, to me, Ewing was the, the most underappreciated New York athlete of all time. I mean, he only played with. Uh, he didn't play with anybody. The most he played with was somebody that was an All Star twice. Believe it or not, as opposed to the 1970 Knicks, they had like five or six Hall of Famers on that team. Right. People don't don't appreciate you. Well, they certainly didn't appreciate him toward the end. And then when he was gone, it was like, oh, we need Patrick. And it's funny to hear people talk about Carmelo Anthony at the, on that same level. Not even close. Not, it's, it's, it's disrespectful. The guys that they've Absolutely. compared to Patrick Ewing that have come since, it's disrespectful. None of those guys come close to the player that Patrick Ewing was night in, night out. Absolutely. He brought it on both ends of the floor. Mm-hmm. He, he gave 110 Every night. Every night. He wasn't 100% every night, but he gave 110% every night. Absolutely. He was a warrior. Yep. And the other point I wanted to make is I'm, an, I'm a um, giant, lifelong Giants fan, but I do feel bad, actually, for the Jet fans because I, a lot of my friends are Jet fans, and I think Aaron Rodgers is a no-brainer. You let you let Wilson stay behind him for a couple of years, however long it is, two or three years. Let him finish his career, and, and it's going to give him the best chance to win immediately. Yep. I mean, it's just a no brainer. And the best case would be, I mean, this is not about Zach Wilson, but there could be a realistic scenario where Rodgers comes here, has success for two years, Wilson learns under his idol for the next two years, and then the Jets transition to Zach Wilson. Now, I'm not saying it's likely, but there is a scenario where that could happen. But it's not about that. It's about the here and the now, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. And uh, the other point I want to make with the perfect parlay, does it have to be two or three legs or four legs? How many legs does it have to be? Well, no more than four usually we do. We do minimum two and max four. So I'm going to ride your shirt tail, Sal. I'm going to take the Eagles minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Chiefs minus one and a half. Everybody's so high on the Bengals, but they have a short memory. They don't recall the Bengals shouldn't have never beat the Ravens in the playoffs. 
and they were very fortunate to win that game. Remember that? Yes, they were. They fumbled the goal line, taken all the way back to the house. Correct. And to me, I didn't think the Bills were as strong this year as last year. I didn't think the Bengals were as strong as they were last year. The Eagles are are insane right now. I mean, they're just peaking at the right time. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Eagles minus two and a half. Chiefs minus one and a half. We'll do the under on the Eagles. San Fran with the dominant defenses. We'll do the over on the Chiefs and uh, with those offenses. All right, you guys are getting greedy, Don, and thank you for the call. You get greedy, you go start going for those four-teamers. You want the four legs on the parlay. Could have just wrapped it up with two, get on the board, be the first call to cash in. You want the over and the under. All right, I got you written down right here. Don and Fort Lee, and we got Lewis and Somerset with the perfect parlay so far. Of course, along with Fleegs and myself and Marco. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. On the fan going at 5 a.m., the warm-up show with Al and Jerry on this Football Friday Championship Sunday. Football Friday. It's bittersweet. Yes, it's great to have Championship Sunday. We love it. No bigger weekend than that in football. Now, look, I like the wild card weekend better and the divisional round better because there are more games, but this is the best weekend because it means the most. The Super Bowl is a you know glorified exhibition where people, it's like a holiday. Everybody just wants to party. Yeah, my mother and sister love the Super Bowl. My wife, they love the Super Bowl. They couldn't care less about championship weekend, but the Super Bowl, sure, everybody loves the Super Bowl. It's a glorified exhibition. This is the last real weekend and the best one as far as the importance go and the biggest games, but it's maybe not the most fun because we have fewer games, and that's where it's bittersweet is that, yes, it's great, but just three games left in the NFL season. What am I going to do after that? What are we going to do with all this time on Sundays? I don't want to do chores. I don't want to hang out with my wife's friends. I don't want to hang out with family. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to continue to use football as an excuse to avoid all those things. 
877-337-6666. Hector is calling from Washington Heights. Hector, I'm sure you're fired up for Championship Sunday, and that's all that's on your mind this morning. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was going to say, I'm so opposite of you. Like, listen, I enjoy football and all that, but this game's winding down. It's exciting for me because it only means the summer and baseball is around the corner, and that's my favorite time of year. That that's is true. I'm... Baseball is coming. Yes, and I and I and I can't wait. I can't wait. But um, first things first. I, we're gonna get to a couple of things. The main thing, the next, but I probably won't be able to get to it because you always say something that takes me off track. But before that, congrats on the twenty years. I always tell you, even though you try to deny it, we have so many similarities. You're a nut, just like I am about your teams. The way you're a fan, I love it. The way you got to the fan, the whole. I try to take the same path going to CSC, um, CSB. It didn't work out, so congrats, man. I, I just love it. And I, I I enjoy your career as much as you do, to be honest with you. Well, I um, appreciate that. Um, I don't know if I agree with everything you said right there, but I, I do. No, I'm just messing with you. I, I do appreciate that. It's hard for me to fathom that it has been 20 years since I set foot in Astoria, in that special building in Astoria, uh, as an intern for the first time. 20 years. My goodness. Half my life. Almost half my life. When you say that you, all you wanted to do was get in the door, like, that's like the same mentality I had. Like, I just wanted to be involved in sports, period, because I just love sports. But, you know, just listening to the fan, I just wanted to be a part of it. I didn't care about getting on the air, nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, just get me so what there. happened? Why didn't you get in? What happened? I told, I told you before, the guy said I had too much of a New York accent, whatever the hell that meant. And I was like, dude... <laughs> Whatever, like, yeah. I, like I, like I told you, like I just want to get it. Like, oh well, we got to be able to, you know, sell you in all aspects of the, of the business and blah blah blah. blah yeah, blah, it sounds like BS to me. You should have plowed through. You know how many people told me? I'll yeah, never forget. I, I'll you let know. you get. I'll let you get to your point. I just want to give you a quick story because I think this is this is an important one. So I started my first ever internship in the business was at this show, and I mentioned it earlier, crossing over with John Edward, which so happened, it just so happened to be in the same spot as the fan was. It was, you know, three floors up, whatever. And I remember meeting with this guy who was like some kind of big deal production guy or whatever at the time, and I was just an intern or, or you know, about to get hired to be like a PA, a production assistant. And he's like, so what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I want to be at WFAN. Well, what do you want to do, do? I want to be a sportscaster. I want my own sports talk show. And do you know that this guy proceeded to... Now, remember, I'm young. This is my first time. And, and he's one of many, but it was one that stuck with me. Oh, that's very, very difficult. That's very hard to get into. That is very... It's very... You, you, like, basically, he was trying to crush my... He was trying to... Exactly. He was trying to crush my dreams and make it like, well, you got to have more realistic dreams than that. Well, here's what I got to say to you. 20 years later... Here I am. Where are you, Mr. Production Assistant? I made it, despite you trying to kill my dreams. Screw you and anybody else who said I couldn't do it. So you got to use that as motivation. And it's not like I've uh, you know hang, hung on to that all these years later, Hector. Of course, but you got to use that stuff as, as motivation. <laughs> no, I, listen, and, and, and I've told you this before because we kind of had this conversation before, and then you know, then we. Said we will talk about it over the year because you said something that you said you couldn't talk about on the air. But anyways, um, I, I guess that was the difference, right? I didn't. I thought I did. I didn't have the motivation. I didn't. I didn't mm. keep fighting, you know, which kind of tough to admit. But it, it is what it is. I, you know, I kind of look back at it now and I'm like, geez, because I even got a call back from them uh, a couple of months later. You know, a girl called me like, "Are oh, you still interested?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you guys told me I wasn't good enough to shove it, you know." And I should have just wished. And she even told me like, "No, try." And I was like, "Ah, whatever," you know. I, I I let him knock me down, and I didn't keep going for which is well. You've opinion. you've made your mark as a caller. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but you know, I still would like to be on that side. <laughs> but anyways, um, I did want to talk about the Knicks, and but like I said, you always say something. So I don't know. This thing with the ownership and, and saying that Woody Johnson's a meddling owner, and I, you hear about, about other owners Dolan, but then you hear everybody talk about Cohen. And how he's great, and Cohen is making this move, and Cohen is doing this, and Cohen is doing that. And it just bugs me out, like, okay, so what is it, a meddling owner? What is it good? What is it bad? When does he meddle? When doesn't he meddle? Like, when do you want the owner? Like, even I even look at the whole thing with the, the Angels owner, Archie Moreno. That dude came in, and he was, he was, oh, he's spending money, oh, that's what you want. And now everybody hates him. Like, I, you know, I don't know if things are Because it's not just about money. 
And, and by the way, all things aren't exactly equal. <laughs> all things aren't equal because there are salary cap restrictions for both Jim Dolan and Woody Johnson. And I have a feeling that if they didn't have those, I know James Dolan would go spending recklessly and, and doing whatever he can to, to dump money into trying to have a, a winning team. I'm not so sure about Woody, but it's just you get a feel for it. Steve Cohen has been smart about it. He said, now, this doesn't mean that owners can't have an opinion or can't have a say. Steve no, Cohen you, said initially, I'm going to hire people smarter than me that know baseball to do the baseball things, and I will give them the resources. That is all you can ask for in an owner. Right, right. No, and that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I would like for him to do, but it doesn't seem like that. Well, at least the way the fans talk about it doesn't seem like that. Maybe he is doing that. You know what I mean? So maybe it is more of Epler's influence that he didn't go out and do a dumb deal with Correa at the end of the day and stuff like that. Maybe, you know, Epler is making a lot of these moves that he's not getting the credit for. That. Everybody says, oh, that's a great move by Cohen. That's a great move by Cohen. Look, you know what I'm saying? But can I have the Knicks, please, if I make it? I think the Knicks deserve some credit after that performance last night. Julius Randle deserves some credit because he's been, you know, bad mouth so much. Everybody hates this guy so much. Can't wait to get him out the door. And you're talking about Patrick Ewing. I'm not going to put him in, in the same level as Patrick Ewing. But this is a dude that does come out and play every night, man. And well, finally. Where was he and last I, year? What happened last year? He took a hiatus year, for a year? We talked, we talked about it a lot last year. I felt like there was a lot of things going on maybe behind the scenes. Yeah, but, but still. you. Well, how you? But, but that's why you can't mention him in the same breath as Patrick Ewing. No, no, Patrick no, no. Ewing never Patrick took a year off because like he was moody. Like, he was unhappy with like, the circumstances. I understand. I understand. Listen, Patrick Ewing was a perfect shot. Come on, let's be for real. Yes, he Patrick was. <laughs> you said it earlier. After the fact, we loved Patrick Ewing more than we. No, was I said you, you guys. After the fact, I always loved him, and thank you for the call, Hector. I've always loved him. I always respected what he did. You guys, after the fact, oh yeah, I was crying when Ewing left. I hated it. I was at the return game at the Garden when he came back as a Sonic. Matter of fact, speaking of my internship. 20 years ago to the day, I remember uh, the only shift I believe I missed as an intern was to watch Ewing's jersey retirement. I wanted to go to the game. I couldn't get tickets, but I stayed home and, and watched it. Uh, and I think I had an internship that night, but I either called out sick or asked if I could not come in. Jeez, how'd I make it? What a horrible work ethic. At least it was for a good reason. Ewing's retirement. I wanted to see that number 33 get hung up to the rafters. I just couldn't afford the tickets. Look, it was a great win for the Knicks last night, and Randall has been terrific this year. I'm still not there yet with this team. They're way too inconsistent. Great win. Terrific performance on the road. R.J. Barrett actually hit a big shot. Like you said, Randall's been a beast this year. With Brunson, Randall, and Barrett, they have something, but that something isn't enough. And it's inconsistent. I can't stand the inconsistency. I can't stand the swings. Oh, they went eight in a row. Oh, they lose four in a row. Oh, they won three in a row. Now they lost four in a row. Like, it's been a big, big week. Beating the Cavs and now beating the Celtics on the road, big week. Guess what? Go beat the Nets on Saturday. Maybe that gets some people's attention. Jimmy's calling from Jersey City. What's up, Jimmy? Congratulations, Mr. 20-year man. Thank you, Jimmy. How are you? I'm very good. Can't believe I just heard Hector say what he said. That was, uh, go back to sleep, Hector. What? What he's about? What about Randall and and you oh. being on the same picture? Come on now. Well, he about, took it back. He did take it back. Yeah, if you had to convince him. Hey, uh, put all your money on the Eagles. Thirty-three, thirteen. Cincinnati, thirty-seven, thirty-four. Hey, Sal, it's funny, right? How on uh, last week, this week, everything talk was about early in the week the Giants, Barkley, Jones, and all of a sudden the Jets come in and swoop all the headlines. Well, I mean, it's not that the Jets are swooping the headlines. It's that that's the bigger story right now. I mean, when Daniel Jones' contract uh, gets closer to being signed, that'll be a story. But Aaron Rodgers is a mega story that will take all the headlines for a long time, especially well, in a downtime. Suppose, suppose Jones signs his deal when the, Jet, when the Jets sign Aaron Rodgers. Well, it's no, Aaron Rodgers is the bigger story. There you go. Yeah. Hey, real quick, I know you got a little time left. When mm-hmm. you go to Aruba, do, do you and your wife eat fish? Yeah. Food? Yeah, you you have to take it to the flying fish bone. The flying, you, go, you put the table. Your tables are in the water. Your, your, your tables in the water in the ocean. Oh, really? 
Yes. What, do you, what about like what about jellyfish? Do they come up and get you in the? You know, nah, I don't want to get no jellyfish there. No jellyfish there. No. no sharks or anything, right? No jellyfish. Flying fish bone. You have to go there if you're a romantic guy with your wife. I don't know if you are or not, but yeah. awesome seafood. I mean, I and was. Like, doesn't the ro- was, doesn't the romance after several years get beaten out of you? Nah, that's how, that's, how, that's how you gotta last 40 years. You gotta keep it strong. It's up to the man. Yeah, maybe. Everyone's gotta, gotta play both sides. Yeah. But uh, the other one's Madame Jeanette's. You can go to both of them. Two great restaurants. Flying you know, you... Fishbone. Madame Jeanette's. Madame Jeanette's. Okay. We're down. I'm a restaurant guy. Trust me. Great. Two great restaurants. All right. But, uh... Maybe they'll be better than your football predictions. And thank you for the call, Jimmy. <laughs> That's the fun of being a host. I can hang up on uh, after the zinger right there. Take that. No, I appreciate the recommendations and the con words, of course. The romance. Uh, look, I was a ro- a romantic guy. You get married. You have a kid. I mean, it's just not enough room for it. And by the way, it's a two-way street. It's hard with the kids, especially young kids. And by the way, how romantic can I be? I never am sleeping at home. Well, at normal hours. My wife wakes up, I'm going to bed. I wake up, I'm going to work. As Summers used to say, Oh, I'm married to my career. That's where my romance is, for good or bad. 20 years invested. Steve, you married? You getting married? Only married to my career, Sal. Now, he did get married and is happily retired now, doing God knows what. Or at least I think. I got to talk to Steve. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. Rich is calling from Pennsylvania. What's up, Rich? Hey, Sal. Uh, before I get to uh, my Jets, I just want to say, I used to go to all the wrestling matches here in my town. Mm-hmm. In 1980, I seen Hulk Hogan as a bad guy. He was the most dominant bad guy and fearful. Because I remember sitting close to the ring. And I was so scared to look at him when he was looking at the audience. But I know you talk about the Rocky movie. So this, well, this was, right. So I'm glad you brought this up because this was before Thunderlips. And I just learned recently when I went back and watched the Rocky movies that Thunderlips in Rocky 3 took place prior to Hulkamania. I was not aware of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. that's why he put he put the WWF on the map nationally and internationally, because after the Rocky movie, when he came back, I mean, he went from such a, a scary bad guy that was dominant to such a good guy, and everybody loved him. Right uh, now, I obviously was a little too young for that. I know some of the history, but I guess I never thought about it as far as the Rocky movies. I just assumed that Rocky had him in the movie because he was. Hulk Hogan, and that is not the case. He, he no. to your point, because it happened, I think in '83. I want to say that that movie, or maybe yeah, it was '82. '82. '82. Yeah, yeah right. And he disappeared from the WWF. Right, and and and, and, and apparently he got in trouble for that because it was either you were a wrestler at the time or an actor. You couldn't do both, and yeah, Hogan got in trouble for doing it. But he did it, and it was obviously the right move. So if that movie got uh, took place in 82, Hulkamania did not start until 1984 when he beat the Iron Sheik. Right. And that, and, and that's what put the WWF on the map yeah. nationally. And I don't know if you noticed, all those wrestling matches on Saturday morning were filmed in Allentown. Some were filmed in Poughkeepsie, New York. We only knew about the WWF in the Northeast. Nobody knew about that in, around the country. And yeah. he put WWF across the country. Well, and then they started to expand, and you know when Vince McMahon, uh, you know Junior, uh, took it over and started to expand it to different territories. Obviously, took over of, of dominance. Right. But yeah, Hogan was the guy, no question. What else you got yeah, for me, no Rich? About that. Yeah, the Jets. Listen, we're all Jet. All the Jet fans know uh, we do not care about Aaron Rodgers' personal life. We just want to win now. I've been a Jet fan for years, and this offense that just came out of nowhere in a year. With Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, it's time to win now. Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets makes us all thrilled. Gotta go and, uh, all in to get him. I mean, that's basically- all in. We have to go all in now. It's it's now or never. The time is now. The time is now. I think that's- that is correct, Rich. And thank you for the call. Sorry, I have a trigger happy right there, cutting you off with the with, with the click of a thumb. The time is now to go all in, and they're starting to do it. Look, they they want him. I mean, it's clear they didn't come out and. 
flat out say it, but all the moves, all the, if you read between the lines, it's because they believe they could get Aaron Rodgers. At this point, Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, no way. No way. It's Rodgers or bust. And I actually feel like it's happening. I never gave it a thought because I never thought realistically Rodgers would come to the Jets. Why? And then once they said only an AFC team, well, that, okay, the antenna goes up there. What? Okay. Maybe it would be the Jets. And then, of course, Hackett, and now you're thinking, it has to be the Jets. We'll see what the Packers decide to do, but assuming the Packers are ready to move on finally from all this drama year in, year out, and maybe see what they have in Jordan Love, because otherwise they're going to mess that up. And the Packers have been, you know, haven't been able to get over the hump. They keep falling short, so it's twofold with them. The, the drama with Rodgers, figuring out what Jordan Love is going to be, and the fact that even with Rodgers, they haven't won. They can't get over the hump. Time to maybe move on. If that's the case, it should be the Jets. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Fan, about 10 minutes left before the warm up show with Alan Jerry. We'll finish up on the phones. Just talking to Scazzeri outside a little bit. It is crazy. And I remember the first time he called my house. I sent in a resume. I met Bob Husler at a broadcasting school, gave him my resume, which there was nothing to it other than the broadcasting school or Home Depot if you count that. And Bob put the resume in to Scazzeri's they normally would do. And then I got called for to go into an, for an interview for the internship. And I remember my mom's like, there's, there's an Eddie Scazzeri. And I was like, the Eddie Scazzeri? And I remember where I was in the hallway of my parents' house on the phone. Uh-huh. Yes, okay, I could do that. Uh-huh. And hung up the phone and literally dropped to my knees. And because I knew what that meant. If I were smart and did the right thing, that's the hardest part to get in. So I knew that, oh, my God, this could be it. I could be done with Home Depot. Not that there's anything wrong with Home Depot, of course, but I wanted to be at the fan. So I could be done with this and or done with that and move on to this. If this goes right, this is the first step. This is the first opportunity. And then I went in and did the interview. And Esco's just like, oh, I guess I liked you. Yeah, I guess you did. Thank God. Who knows? A lot of luck involved as well. And 20 years later, here we are. Man. Eric is calling from Ronkongam. What's up, Eric? Well, happy anniversary, Sal. Thank you. It's, uh, good good that you're, you're part of the uh, the whole scope there. But, but um, I, I got a question. Uh, so if I if I hit my 17-leg poly, which I put together last night, does that mean I automatically win your whole thing with the 17 legs or what? That's it. If it would say that again, Eric, I missed that first part. If if I if if I hit my seventeen leg parlay, which I put together, last yeah. Night, if you hit your seventeen leg parlay, you get so that's just between the two games, seventeen leg. Yeah, yeah. If you hit yeah. that, you'll be the perfect parlay champion because that, in fact, would okay. be the perfect parlay. Right. Okay. Uh, you hit that. If you hit that 17-game parlay, I'll create a friggin' belt for you and, and name you the champion, the perfect oh, parlay champion. Oh, there we go. There we go. Put together a, the, like a 24-7 champion. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, loving the wrestling talk course, you know, Royal Rumble on Saturday. So, uh, uh, you know, a nice lead-in. And, uh, you know, although I will be watching it uh, Sunday after I'm done with work, and lead right into the two football games. So that's the way my weekend is set up right now. Yeah, I but, will probably not be watching it. I just haven't been into it at all in years. But the Royal right. Rumble always a fun event. As a matter of fact, I forgot that it was even this Saturday until you mentioned it. But I, I did know that. Yeah. Right. Um, look, uh, just just real quick, uh, I, I will, uh, 
six weeks from now, we'll be married 24 years. The romance is still there, although so is my wife's uh, increasing desire to end my existence every day <laughs> as we get closer. But, you know. Good for you. Uh, Congratulations. But, <laughs> that's a nice run. So I, I, can, re- I can relate to that. So, um, look, I, I also am thinking Cincinnati and Philadelphia for the Super Bowl. Um, I, I just personally, I was telling Fleas, I, you know, selfishly, I'd like to see Cincinnati win. Well, I mean, I, I think they they deserve it talent wise anyway. But just because they're the one of the uh, they're the only one of the four teams left that actually has a one one, so uh, just for that alone, I'd like to see them win. Uh, I, I've always been that kind of, you know, uh, I wouldn't say fan, but you know, a rooting interest kind of thing. Um, but uh, I, I think they certainly have a an excellent shot of uh, of winning, and and the. NFC game is just going to be, I think that's going to be an incredible game. Um, just from a, you know, a competition standpoint. Yeah, so, I mean, I, well, I think both could be, and thank you for the call, Eric, and for the kind words. I appreciate it. I think both will be, I, I mean, you hope that they should be competitive games. And if anything, I would lean the other way. I mean, I do think that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the Niners could be competitive in that game, but I feel more comfortable saying Philadelphia is going to win the game than I do either of the other two teams. I pick Kansas City, but I could certainly see a way the Bengals could win that game, and I would expect that game of the two, if I had to pick one that was going to be close to the end, final possession, I would pick the Kansas City and uh, Cincinnati game. Brett is calling from Long Island. What's up, Brett? How you doing, Sal? I love how you encourage listeners to pursue radio that's uh that's great that you do that oh why wouldn't that's I? why you should let me that's why you should let me come in and do a segment no but it doesn't work like that I, you don't give it <laughs> hey if i did it the hard way and and earned it the hard way why can't you do it that way what are you just everybody's gonna go hey sal let me get on the air yeah right a like i have the power to do that b like i would do it even if i did have the power earn it just like i did come get it you're doing the a and b again but you left out c um <laughs> I uh, I have done it though. I've done it. I've sat next to a guy that actually reminds me of you, and you know, similar, really good, blah blah blah. Um, mm. Anyway, I want to argue with you. I mean, I want to go over some things that you're saying about Aaron Rodgers. So don't do what you do. You know, a weak argument against me and hang up on me. Get, I really just to get to in. it. Let's go. Get to it. But hang in there. I want to make sure. I want to make sure before you hang up on there me. There are three, three minutes left in the show, and I got four callers on hold. So get to it. All right. So quickly. First thing you're saying, Aaron Rodgers' personality, if he comes here, that uh, that would fit in New York. Yeah, that'll fit in until he if they start losing and he does bad and the relaxing. You know it. Correct. Watch how quick. Correct. They turn it's about on. winning or losing. I, uh, it's right, about winning or losing. I agree. Go ahead. So get out of here with the personality, not you with the fans too. They're uh-huh. calling in saying he'd fit in. That that's not true. Winning works, and that's it. Second thing is. You've said over the years, everybody says you got to win through the draft, you know, to build something. So here, listen to this now. Who are the teams left? The Chiefs, the Eagles, the Bengals built through the draft. Even Brock Purdy, that was a diamond in the rough. They built through the draft. If you get Aaron Rodgers, that, that's a bandit. I'm not saying not to do it. Okay? No, but they've already but, built through the draft. You're missing the point. that's your argument. That's your argument. I don't want you to hang up on it. You're like, oh, how'd that work out with Sam Bell and Zach Wilson? Then get no, no, the no, 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 but I'm saying, no, here's the argument, and I do. I am going to hang up on you. They did, because only because I want to get some calls and we got to go here. They did already build through the draft. That's what you're missing. That's why it's okay to do this. In a different circumstance, I wouldn't say go give two, three first-round draft picks up. They've already built their defense through the draft. Their offensive line, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, those are all through the draft. Their team right now is decent with young talent because they built through the draft. In addition now, you could add Aaron Rodgers. It's a good mix. John is calling from the turnpike. What's up, John? Hey, Sal. How you doing? How are you, John? I'm doing okay. Make it quick. Um, first of all, I always compliment you. You're a very humble guy and everything. But you're a tease. We don't get enough of you. You know, you're on well, overnight. To almost get five nights a week. Oh, what do you mean over I here know, and there? Are you, the door in the day you're getting too much of me. We're getting too much of me. I'm on to do the TV show five days a week. I'm on TV four days, <laughs> uh, four I'm nights just a week. Saying, you're getting buried on overnights with the fan. I need you during the day with Jerry. That's my dream. Jerry Rollo. Well, look, uh, it's hey, Rocco, you and Jerry on well, uh, be my J- dream. John, I well, I appreciate that, but that's not going to happen. I, I do appreciate the call, but you can listen to me anytime you want on the free Odyssey app. Chris is calling from Beacon. What's up, Chris? Sal, never calling you two minutes before the show, but really quickly, if uh, if you bring 
uh, Brayden, for for uh, co-hosting. I'm banning the show. Yeah, all right? no, I mean, come on. Because, I banned oh, well, myself. Come on. Only there. Well, if he's there, all you need to do is, is mute, mute his mic and call security. You can't, <laughs> you can't cut him off. Right. But really quickly, Sal, um, you know, you know, bring Aaron Rodgers in. Super Bowl 2024. And, you know, look, he's legit. You need a legit guy. You get Aaron Rodgers, you, you're legit to, to, to make a real run. And anybody knows that. He so anybody, takes them. That's why call and say, don't bring him in. You bring him in. You let Zach Wilson sit behind him, and you go from there. He's, you know, he's still got, got what he got. And, you know, let, you know, bring him in. Like, what are we doing here? So, 100% you got to bring him in. And I'm sorry, Alex and Passaic, I, I didn't have time here. I can't take a call and do the music. I, I hate when that happens. So I apologize. Get back to us next week. Look, if Aaron Rodgers is available, and he is, you go get him. Now, it's, you can't force him to make a decision to come here, but you can put all the pieces in place to make it more enticing. The Jets have done that, and they deserve credit for it. All right, that does it for us. Thank you to Fleegs. As always, we appreciate his help. Thanks to everybody who listened and called. I appreciate each and every one of you. We'll be back Sunday for Sunday football with Malusis at 9 a.m. ahead of the championship games, of course, so make sure you catch that. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That's coming up next. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. We'll see you Sunday morning. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.